This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Dynasty Portfolio Weekly, hosted by Scott Connor. Welcome back into the trading floor. This week, we are talking about a very interesting topic that is going to come up during the offseason, especially during this time of the year when everything seems to be kind of just waiting for the next thing to happen, whether that be the playoffs to end, the senior bowl, the combine, the draft to heat up, rookie drafts to kick off, NFL free agency to change the landscape. It's being able to take the time of the year. We all acknowledge that in Dynasty, there are times during the season where certain things are easier to accomplish than not. And one of those things right now is deciphering dynasty demand. That is going to be this week's portfolio topic. And I wanted to touch on this because I've run into this. I've created a lot of content. I've listened to a lot of content over the last couple weeks or so talking about, hey, let's try to get to the right roster construction. Let's try to shed some of the roster cloggers on our team. Let's try to make some creative trades to get ourselves set up better to embrace the variance of rookie drafts, to set up for being able to maybe move some of our picks into the future so we have more leverage during the season. But one thing that I've started to notice is there's a couple things at play here. The first thing is activity. Everyone here is in leagues that have different levels of activity. Some are extremely active where I see trades going on weekly. I see people updating their trade baits. I see other people doing auto accept trade blocks generally see some engagement. There's other leagues where people are checked out. They're either not active, they're not checking their trades, they're not checking the messages or the forums or the group chat, but other people are just resilient to doing anything or resistant, I should say, to doing anything until they see the playoffs, until they start to see things emerge for 2024. So understanding the level of your league activity, I think is very important. But aside from that, Because the activity is going to pick up. The combine, the senior bowl, that's going to happen. There's going to be more prospect talk. We're going to get closer to NFL free agency. Leagues are going to pick up. People are going to come back from the Super Bowl and the playoff hangover, and they're going to be ready to make some moves. They may go, ooh, now I have maybe a couple picks that I didn't even realize that I had. What should I do with these? Maybe I have some players that moved in free agency or something like that to where people are now ready to make some moves. So I think understanding that word, dynasty demand, and with this topic, deciphering dynasty demand, what do I mean by that? And I think this is one thing that we have been unable to really quantify in trade calculators. I got a question the other day on X, what is the best trade calculator? And I sat there and I'm like, I can throw out a couple. I think I mentioned dynasty trade calculator, DLF, keep trade cut. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of sites that actually have general trade calculators that are built in. Heck, Dynasty Daddy has a trade calculator that's built in. And really, it can just pull data from other places and use that as the trade calculator for the site. You don't even have to build one that's proprietary, like something like Dynasty Trade Calculator or DLF. 
you know, they've essentially built their own and they keep it updated and it's a little different than some of the others. But then I started thinking a little bit deeper on those sites and the Destination Dynasty episode that I did this past week talking about tight ends. Tight end is a perfect position to kind of give this example of dynasty demand. You go to keep trade cuts, tight end rankings. There becomes a point where it doesn't matter what the number is. Tight end 24, tight end 38, tight end 30. The order doesn't matter. Even if the keep trade cut value is way different, a thousand points more. Really, when you go to a real league and you're looking at players in those ranges, what is the one thing that is not captured on the trade calculator that actually is really influencing whether you can move that player? Demand. Demand. Is there demand for that player? And I think this generally applies to most assets that are below like a first round pick, but it even applies to assets that are in that first round pick range as to whether you can actually get that value. And I've talked about this on past shows on Destination Dynasty. Flexibility. What does flexibility really mean? It means I have an asset that at any point, just like if you're a crypto trader or a stock trader, the big difference between that and Dynasty, I can go liquidate that at any time. I know what the price is. I can sell it. I may not like the return. I may not like the price, but I can go make the transaction. And I think that is what is different in Dynasty. That is why trade calculators do not tell the whole story. They do not account for demand. The demand for the asset that you have. You may go look up a player and it says that player is worth a late first. Or that player is worth a random 2025 first or a mid-2026 first. There's plenty of players on Keep Trade Cut that are in that range. But here's the thing. Does the demand exist for them in your league? And when I say demand, I mean right now, when who knows how many people are active. In a 12-team league, maybe there's only seven people actively checking the league and going, you know what, I'm going to check this trade offer or I'm going to check my direct messages or the group chat within 24 hours. And that's being a little liberal on 24 hours. You know, hope it would be quicker than that. But let's just say seven out of 12, and of course you being the eighth, are active. Now, of those eight, one of them is you. So you have seven candidates to maybe trade that player. But let's just insert a random player. Let's say George Pickens. I happen to like George Pickens, right? But is there demand for him at that price in your league right now? Not in a month, right now. And those are the components that actually make up that KTC price. It's not just the number. Because the number is, this is what it should be. This is what you should price it for. The actual demand is, can I go get that price? And can I get it in a timely manner where I'm not waiting two months to get it? Now, you may sit here and say, well, what is the reason that I need to get it today? But that's not the point. The point is, what is the demand? How do I get a pulse on the actual demand in my league? And what's very interesting is, without actually phrasing it this way, we talk about this all the time. 
We talk about this on Trades in 5. We don't necessarily use the word demand, demand, demand. Sometimes we'll use the word scarcity, but more often than not, it's just kind of a gut feel by somebody like myself that plays in a ton of leagues, like Shane that plays in a ton of leagues, the community members in our Discord that listen to the shows, that between all of us, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of even dynasty leagues out there being played in. And it's just the general feel of, well, you know what? I probably don't want to move this type of asset right now because the return is most likely not going to match what I want. But really what's that saying is the demand does not exist for the assets that are coveted. And I think that's a very important thing that you have to be able to grasp in your given league. You take the macro demand across Dynasty and you say, generally, I can give everybody that's listening to this show right now, I can just throw out a random name. Just throw out any random name. I'm not even going to do it, but just picture three random top 100, 150 players in Dynasty. Pick them. Take the top 100 in Superflex and pick three players randomly. So not like one from the top 10, whatever. Three players randomly. And then as soon as you say the name, answer in your head unequivocally, is there demand in my league at the appropriate price? Even if it's not KTC, even if it's some average of every trade calculator that hypothetically we had, is there demand immediately for that asset in my league? And there's going to be some where you go, oh yeah, the 103 rookie pick, there's demand for it. There's somebody that would step up to the table within less than an hour in every league and would say, I have interest in that. C.J. Stroud, maybe. And now I'm starting to throw out specific names or specific picks. But C.J. Stroud, there's demand for C.J. Stroud in every league. Now, at the price that you want, that's a little different. At the KTC price, quarterback three ahead of Jalen Hurts, maybe not. But it's interesting going through this exercise and thinking about how can I move my portfolio towards where I want it to be. And I think it's being able to embrace this idea of deciphering dynasty demand. What is in demand in my league? And if I want to make moves, if I want to fix my roster construction, if I want to accomplish something extrinsically, which generally that's what a roster construction trade is, is I am adding something to help my construction. I am getting rid of something to help my construction. And part of the value that I'm getting in that trade is the helping my construction part. It's not what I'm giving up or what I'm getting back in return. If I sell a guy like Gabe Davis for a 26 third, that's going to be lower than his KTC price. That is lower than his trade calculator price. But I'm also accomplishing something along with getting the third round pick, right? I'm accomplishing, hey, I'm probably moving off our roster clogger receiver. And unless I have a plan of what to do with him when he goes to a new team or resigns with Buffalo or whatever, part of what I'm getting in that trade is I'm getting him off my roster, right? And that's what a lot of moves that take place during this time include, extrinsic value. And I think if you want to get those types of moves done, you have to go and figure out what is the demand across Dynasty, what type of assets are in demand right now, high-end quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, young wide receivers, draft picks. Did I sum it up? 
Is that pretty much what everybody wants right now? So understand that if you're trying to make moves, probably saying, well, I have some of those things, but none of those are for trade because those are the things that I want to hold on to. You're probably not embracing the fact that in January or in February, the stuff that you want to move is probably not going to be in demand. And that's okay. There's going to be times where there's not much you can do. But I think this general understanding of knowing the time of the year, both in the NFL calendar and in the dynasty calendar, and then understanding just how the general consensus of assets that are in demand, you know, what is the macro voice out there kind of guiding people on how to play dynasty, right? Understanding that is going to help you be a better portfolio player, knowing there's going to be times where maybe some of the stuff that you have to sell is going to be in demand by everybody else. And that is the time where you go, you know what? I probably need to leverage those types of assets across my portfolio then. I think that's a huge thing. That's something I'm going to work on. I haven't really been able to quantify it, but I think it's very fascinating to go through and look at trade calculators and say, all right, here's the defined values. You can list them right here. The top 50 players on Keep Trade Cut. But how many of them across the board could you go and actually just liquidate on the fly somebody in your league within 24 hours would pay that price? And I would guess to say the answer is less than 30% of those assets. Doesn't mean you couldn't move them. Doesn't mean there isn't a deal to be had. But it's not that simple. It's not that I can just go get whatever I want, or at least if I want the price that's listed, I can go get it right there. It's no different than the analogy that I've used many, many times on here. You may have stuff in your house that is worth X amount of money. It is worth X amount of dollars. But there is a gap between you actually getting that price for it and the money being in your account or handed to you in person versus what it's worth on paper. There's some work that goes into it. Are you selling it? Are you selling it on Facebook Marketplace or offer up or on eBay or are you putting it on Craigslist or whatever it might be? There is a mechanism where you have to actually extract that value. There is transaction time. There is a little work that goes into it. And sometimes it's easier than not. If you have something that everybody's looking for, boom, you post it on those sites, takes five minutes and you have it out of your house at the price that you want it. I think that's a fascinating concept for Dynasty because having flexibility and being able to kind of always stay ahead of what the demand curve is, is huge. But I've already noticed there's leagues where I probably just have to wait because there's just no demand and or activity for what I'm trying to do at that given time. So I think it's an interesting concept. I know it's kind of broad. It doesn't really have a ton of actionability. But I think the one takeaway I would say, if you're thinking about this while you're listening to this show, go to your league and just try to figure out what's going on in the league right now. What is in demand? Put some feelers out there. Put some feelers about, hey, I'm willing to sell this player or sell this type of player. And sometimes you have to be honest with yourself as to when you look at your own roster and you're thinking about your roster construction and you're thinking about, let's just say your threshold receivers, right? I'm thinking about my threshold receivers. I may have a couple that are 23, 24 years old. I may have a couple that are 28, 29 years old. I may have a couple that I know could be wide receiver threes, guys like Jacoby Myers, but their production value far outweighs what I would ever get for them. 
But then on the other hand, I may have a player like Jaden Reed, where everybody's going to like Jaden Reed. Now you could squint and go, well, over a one to two year period, those two players could give me kind of similar production in the threshold range that I'm talking about. But which one's going to have demand? Which one are you going to be able to say, you know what, I can probably get 90% of the draft pick value or the market value there. The other one, I may at some point be able to get 80%. But right now, Jacoby Myers, the demand is zero. Right? The, the numerator is zero. There isn't anything to actually go to. So there's really no value at all in that asset. And that's the takeaway, is understanding a player may have X value or X price. But when there's zero demand, they have no value. And sometimes we complete that idea with, well, this player has no value. And what I mean by that is the player's stuck on your roster. There's nobody that will take them at anything close to the price you want. So effectively, a guy on paper that says, well, he's worth a second is actually worth nothing. So you have to decide, does that type of asset fit into your roster construction or not? So it's an interesting topic. It's a developing thing that I'm trying to figure out a better way to quantify, but it definitely does not exist in trade calculators. It does not exist out there in the most basic content creation space. There's no way to measure demand, dynasty demand. How do you decipher it? So if you have any feedback, let me know. There's a lot of thoughts on this, on ways that we can maybe measure it. Uh, there's probably different sites or tools that could be developed to kind of get a better pulse on just the true demand. Don't even care about the value. What is in demand? What is moving right now? And if we could figure that out and probably have a better way to quantify that, I think it could be very actionable. So let me know if you have any thoughts on deciphering dynasty demand. Uh, anyone playing in playoff leagues, best of luck to you. Enjoy the NFL playoffs, the Senior Bowl, the Combine, NFL free agency, but right around the corner. So looking forward to the offseason. Check out everything over at Destination Debbie. Dot com. And with that, I will go ahead and sign off for the week.